Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fed by Farmers podcast with me, Cammie Wilson. And me, Iona Murray. She's back. I'm back. She's back. I'm, I'm, I'm almost emotional. Are you, Cammie? Yeah, I was welling up earlier when I seen you come through the door because it's been a tough month. Has it? Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, Iona is now going to be like, you know, if Lizzie's my right arm, Iona's going to be my left arm. <laughs> She's going to do the whole sheep game side of things and the merch and all the things that come with that, which is becoming this big business now as well. Thanks to you guys, of course. And you're also going to do this podcast. Yep. Which is actually what these guys are most interested in. And where have you been? Thailand. Amazing. What was it like? So good. I had the best time. Yeah. Tell me one thing you did. Um, did a Thai cooking class. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. That just sounds amazing, I wanna. It was. Yeah. What did you make? I won. I won. Best oh, spring roll. Oh, a best spring roll? Yeah. Oh, some was. Oh, good on you. Had you made a spring roll before? I hadn't. First ever what spring, is a spring roll. What are spring rolls? Like uh, onions and pastry? Yeah, and like bean sprouts and stuff. And then you make the mix and then just fill. But it's all in the rolling technique. Ah, right, okay. Um, and that's something that can't be taught, Cammy. You've just got to do it. You've just got a natural rolling technique. Would that come from your years behind the bike sheds at school? Or. <laughs> Oh no, you were you were Wellington. Sorry, yeah, of course you didn't. You didn't smoke roll ups. You smoked you smoked the proper Mayfair, didn't you? <laughs> Benson Benson hedges. Aye. Oh yes, of course. Oh, not the uh, what is it? Golden Virginia. Oh, Golden Virginia. That was for the. I've never even heard of it. Exactly, exactly. That's to your credit. To your credit. So okay, so you're great at a roll up. Absolutely, absolutely great to hear. Uh, nothing else is that I've got to ask because some people will wonder, okay. and we're going to get. In, we're going to explain why I'm wearing this hat for anyone watching on the YouTube. I'm wearing a blue bunnet. tammy. Let's just call it that just now. Blue bonnet. That's exactly what it is. He's my good blue bonnet. <laughs> and uh, in Thailand, people are going to ask, okay, was did you see any ladies mm -hmm. that might not have been ladies? Right, so I find that a tricky question and I'll tell you for why. Yes. My gut is to say no, but I think it's just because... They are so good, That's so good yeah. at being ladies. I was told, look for the Adam's apple. That's the giveaway. Okay. But I didn't get close enough to really look at the throat. Yeah, plus I think you can get them shaved down now a bit. Oh, God, really? Why are you doing that as if you've got an Adam's apple and you know how it feels? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, God, no. The Adam's apple. You're not waiting no, to even punch the Adam's apple. That's sir. But surely girls do have Adam's What is an Adam's apple? Uh, an Adam's apple Go is on. a that's a good I think it makes your voice deeper. But what is it? It's a, just this big thing. No, no, no. Like I, I know I've but got a huge one, by the way. Like if I got a punch in the throat. What'd you do? I know it's massive. It's quite like pointy. I think the the bigger you, I think it's one of those like things like um you know, the silver back gorilla. Mm -hmm. You know, like the bigger your Adam's apple. That's why like if you're squaring off with somebody, you know, you want to stand tall so that you can see, oh, well, he's a big Adam's apple. I don't want to fight with him. Really? Yeah, it's one of those things in the oh, jungle. Okay. In the jungle. Not so much nowadays. People don't give as much uh, note to it as they used to, but yeah, I think bigger the Adam's apple, the bigger the man. Right, okay. So they used to say. But yeah, so mine's is huge. I think it's something to do with your voice box, which is ironic because I've quite a high pitched voice. Yeah, I suppose you do. You don't have a deep voice. No, not a deep voice at all. So it's quite high pitched and whiny. So I'm not actually let's we will find out. What an Adam's actually you couldn't possibly find out what an Adam's apple does for you, could you? What's the guy in uh, Joe Rogan, Jamie? I know. Jamie, could you uh, find <laughs> out? Uh, and I would also like a follow up. Do girls have them as well? Right. Okay. I, I'm going to say no, um, unless you're in Thailand. 
Yeah, so, okay, so you didn't see any boys that are well, ladies? Well, no, no, that's a lie. I did, I did, did see some. Oh, you did? I did see and some. And you knew because? Um, it was just more obvious, and they did happen to be outside a drag um, show area, so. Okay, so, yeah, it was very obvious. Did they have a price list or anything with them, or? <laughs> no. no, nothing like no. that. Wasn't that obvious? Not okay, that no. obvious. It's no. interesting to me. I've never been, although I have friends that have been, mm-hmm. and you know they've, they've told me about some of the things that go in there, and it's it seems like quite a place. But you were there more for the not that culture. You were there for other culture. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, th- that definitely wasn't the draw for me. No, no. Um, I, can, I understand. Yeah, I understand. Did you see any elephants? I did see some elephants. Yeah. Did yeah. you like touch them and stuff? I don't yeah, know what, what touched did they do? them, fed them. Oh, I don't know. I've got mixed reviews about elephants. I mean, I feel like, well, the one we went to see, like, I hate zoos. I hate anim- seeing Me animals too. in zoos. And that kind of felt the same. Like, But anyway, these apparently, it's sanctuaries. So they all, there was like five elephants. They all had a wee story. Like one had been in the circus and then now they've taken them to this place where they do basically live free. They can go wherever they want. But um, big, really big. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm trying to think if I've ever seen an elephant. I'm thinking maybe Edinburgh Zoo or maybe Blair Drummond has but an elephant. But don't you think it's mad that zoos are still a thing? Oh, crazy. But it must be a dying thing now. Do you know what Do you know what I think really destroyed it for me? And I've never been to anything like that since. Actually, I've never been like to anything like that since I was a wee boy. So, mm. uh, And even then, I think the only place I've been is Blair Drummond, which is in Scotland, of course, mm. and Edinburgh Zoo, which is the most famous one in Scotland. Maybe the only zoo in Scotland. I actually think I think I think both are Blair Drummond will be the only safari park in Edinburgh Zoo will be the only zoo mm-hmm. that I know of. Anyway, Blackfish on Netflix. Oh, never watched it. What is it? Watch it, Iona. Really? Oh, it's just it is mind blowing. What about what's that? It's about, about uh, deep sea world. Oh, it's maybe not called. It's called Sea World, I think. Right. And basically, they keep these orcas hmm. in just like wee tiny tanks. Oh. Yeah, it's like a story of these orcas, and it's like it talks about how their fins are all folded over, and how that never happens in the wild. It's just because they're like kept in captivity, sure. and they fight with each other, and the whole story of how like corrupt and dodgy Sea World is. Like they buy this whale that's previously killed someone, and then they've got trainers like in the water with it, and then this lassie dies because it, it basically in front of a whole crowd of people just oh starts dragging her to the bottom, and it's terrifying footage, like terrifying. But it's but it's not even like these whales are super like that is before cast me the animal I'm most scared of is orcas. Why cause it watching that? Oh, but you watch any footage of them hunting or that, they're mm. too far too clever. Like they're far too clever. Like you ever seen when the seals are on the ice and they're like bringing the water towards it to th- wash it off? No. Oh, they're they're, yeah, they're, they're incredible. Bad. Um so yeah, that just the whole captivity of it oh, and I just hate it. like for people to come and pay money and bay at them and all that I'm like, yeah nah, it's horrible nah. another thing we better touch on yes we're gonna go on forever here is we have new sponsors exciting for, for the podcast it's very exciting and the big reveal is it's crystal x and animax so they are joint sponsoring the podcast for the full year so that's us we're sorted we're now. locked in yeah thanks to everyone who's messaged and emailed about sponsoring we really do appreciate it but that's us now locked in with, with crystal x and animax for the year we're going to hear a lot more about them in every episode and I mean, some people might not like adverts and things like that, but this is all expensive. You know, there's there's wages to pay, there's time spent editing. These microphones were four hundred quid each. It all takes money and time, and you know, we we need it needs to pay. And the only way to make a podcast pay is by sponsorship. So thanks very much to Chris Licks and Animax for coming on board. I've of course worked with Chris, Chris Licks for years, mm-hmm. so it was great. Graham, who's the, the marketing man for Chris Licks, is a local guy, stays in air, 15 minutes away. You've got your foot down. 
What's that? Foot down to get there in 15 minutes. Well, <laughs> from here, I a bit longer. But, you know, I've known him, I've had a working relationship with him now for four or five years through the Sheep game. And when he reached out and said he wanted to come on board, I was like, perfect, perfect. And their adverts are so slick that, you know, they're actually enjoyable to listen to. So thanks then for coming on board. And I think it's a good time to, to hear and see some of those adverts now. Do it. Crystal Lake's extra high-energy feed blocks have been providing high-energy supplementation to ewes, lambs and rams in the UK since 1978. Packed full of protein, vitamins, minerals and trace elements, Crystal Lake's extra high-energy has been proven to increase live lamb numbers and improve lamb daily live weight gain at a cost of only 4 to 7 pence per ewe per day. To view the full Crystal Lake's range and find your nearest stockist, visit crystalix-global.com. On to my bonnet. Yes. My good blue bonnet. Will we do any farming today? We might do a bit of farming. Mm-hmm. On to my good blue bonnet. It's of course the 25th of January, which is Iona. Rabbi Burns Day. Yeah, it's Rabbi Burns Day today. We should have had a haggis here. Oh, we should have. Yeah, I know. We're just, Iona's first day back. We're not quite all right. We should have had a, st- a big steaming haggis here. And yeah. We ate away at it. Do Friend, you do Burns Supper? Yeah, well, we have. Do you mean we'll have haggis tonight? Yes. Absolutely. Will you? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm actually, we're filming this on the Tuesday to go out on the Thursday. As this is out, I will be on Nile of Aaron scanning sheep if the weather improves. And I've already arranged with the farmer I'm staying with that we're going to have haggis. Have so. Well, it, it was already, we were already yeah, having yeah. haggis. It was a given. I didn't need to arrange it. I was just making sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll have haggis. Haggis is a, a poor person's food. That's why it's so famous in Scotland. Made from like sheep's stomach, traditionally, was the outer part of it. And then it's just all the stuff swept off the floor, some oatmeal and all sorts of things made into this delicious it's all about the spices and salt a lot of salt very delicious and robert burns i think we've maybe mentioned this in the podcast before but he is the third most statued figure in the world non-religious figure in the world after queen victoria mm-hmm. and who's the other one who's next <coughs> i can't remember you'd never get it christopher columbus so it's oh sorry i thought you meant because you'd mentioned it in another one no i didn't know that right so cri- Queen Victoria is the most statued non-religious figure. Mm-hmm. Second is Christopher Columbus, and third is Robert Burns. Wow, that's big. Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it just he wrote "Old Lang Syne," which many of us sing at New Year, and and more most people would be familiar with that song. I think even down south in England and the rest of the UK, you would be aware of "Old Lang Syne." It, it does. I mean, I, I absolutely love him. He's, he's an absolute genius. And the reason I'm wearing this bonnet is because Tam O'Shanter wears a bonnet like this, which is the best thing Robert Burns ever wrote, in my opinion. Although, uh, and I just want to touch on this. Because it is Burns Day, I feel like I can touch on a bit of Burns. Usually people okay. are like, Cammy, shut up. I'm sick of listening to it because I just love it. But there's a couple of ones I want to point out to you that you may never have thought of before, but you might have heard them. And the first one's the, the address to the haggis. Mm-hmm. And... It's abs- like, to, to a lot of folk, it's just like a gimmicky kind of thing that you do over the haggis. Just like a bit of fun thing yeah. that Robert... And it is fun, but there's an absolute genius in it where in the the second to last and, and the third to last verse, he starts off by talking about the devil mm-hmm. eating it. And he mentions the devil throughout it and through a lot of his poems, he always mentioned the devil as the devil. And uh, he refers to the devil that doesn't eat haggis. And he says... I maybe do it in English. He says, poor devil, see him over his trash, as feckless as a withered rash, his spindle shank, a wee whiplash, his knee a knit. Uh, and basically saying that he doesn't eat haggis, so he's all weak and pathetic. Right, okay. So he does that verse and then it goes, 
but mark the rustic haggis fed. And it's like the trembling <laughs> earth resounds his tread. And it's like he's big and powerful because he eats haggis. That's one of his, like, it's absolute genius. If you actually look into what it all yeah. means, it's just bloody genius. Um, and uh, we're going to go off Tam, uh, Robert Burns very quickly. Tamashan is obviously my favourite. We won't go into that here because it's 10 minutes long. And I have done a post for Facebook about that if you want to see it. When did you learn that? Tamashanta. Yeah. Oh, I just did it for like a little challenge one time. How did you learn it? Like just reading it over and over? Yeah, or just I a verse at a time. Yeah, verse at a time, get it nailed. Okay. Move to the next one, get it nailed, go back, start from the top, do the and two just together. Reading, and are you reading, reading, it, reading all the time? No, well, you read it till you think you've got it. Yeah. It's hard. The big thing is you have to understand it. Yeah. So it's important. Because then it becomes like a story Absolutely. rather than... Yeah, so actually. folk ask how I can remember it and all I'm doing is being Tamashanta. Through the story. Through the story. So at first I'm in the pub getting drunk with Suter Johnny mm -hmm. and then I'm stumbling out into the, the rain and the wind and I'm getting on uh, Maggie, my horse and, and we're heading through the woods and then I imagine going through the woods holding fast my good blue bonnet and, and, and the rain and then you see the kirk up ahead and like you're just picturing yeah, yourself going through yeah, it the whole time. Yeah. Like I've, I've images in my head and that's how you remember it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so Tamashan are absolute, absolute genius. There's 20 verses. It's, it's a difficult one to learn as well because it doesn't like rhyme. Like a lot of poems have a flow. Mm. And Tamashanter's kind of all over the place. It's more of a story than a than a poem, yeah. As such, uh, but and not all poems need to rhyme. I understand that. But the the one I love, like, and I think more people should be aware of, and it, I'd argue it's his best line he ever wrote, is "To a louse." Mm -hmm. Now a lot of folk know "To a mouse." I don't really like it. Okay. That much. It's Why? it's good. It's good. Do you just not like it because everybody likes it? Maybe a bit of that. Yeah. And because I think "To a louse" is is so much better. Why? Because to a louse is important. You know, it's talked about, you know, man's dominion and all that over nature. But to a louse is, is poking fun at basically people that think they're better than others. Right, okay. And it's absolutely, so the, the whole premise of to a louse, the actual full title of the poem is to a louse upon seeing one uh, on a lady's bonnet at church. That's actually the full title of the, right, of the okay. poem. And it, the whole premise of it is, and Rabbi Burns used to get into trouble a lot. He was a big womanizer. He'd quite often have to go and sit. I think he used to have like a, like a dunce's chair, like a, it was like your punishment to God. You had to sit in front of the congregation and be the, the bad guy. And he used to have quite often do that. And he, these folk would look down their nose at him. Mm -hmm. So he wrote this from the viewpoint of he's sitting in the cuck looking at a posh lady. And she thinks she's all posh and better than everyone, but she's still got lice. Okay. okay. So, yeah. so to allow, so, He's seen the lice in her hair, sitting behind her and cuck. Uh -huh. You know, and, and he, he plays on that and there's things in it like, you know, he's like chastising the lice for how dare he set, there's like, how dare you set your foot upon say fine a lady. You know, it's like, yeah, how dare yeah. you, how dare you put your foot on this fine lady? You know, like, yeah. but Mrs. Fine Lenardi, fie, how dare you do it? And like, Lenardi was a fancy type of bonnet back in the day. Right. Um, so so it's all about like, how dare you do this to this woman? She's far too good to have lice. And there's a, a line in it that is by far, in my opinion, the best one they, they ever wrote was, uh, and it goes just right at the end, it goes, Oh, would some power the gifty gears to see ourselves as others see us? It would for many a blunder free us and foolish notion. And it, it, I don't know if you, like, basically that means, Oh, with some power, the gift he gives. So talking about God there, really. Mm -hmm. Oh, what a power. If God gave us the power to see ourselves as other folks see us. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd, yeah. You'd realise how wrong you are and how snooty you are. And yeah. You know, that, that's him having a dig at her. 
Yeah. Like, what a power if, if you could see yourself. Right now. Imagine writing that. That was I a 30, know, this I is know. a 30 year old guy. I think he was about 32 when he wrote that. That's mad. Back in 17 or 16, yeah. 90 or whatever. Like, round and that have time. that insight and like awareness. A working class guy from yeah. Mochlin in Ayrshire. Writing yeah. something like that. I know, that's Or with some power that gifted years. But then don't you think it would be like, see, seeing ourselves as other people do see us? Imagine, imagine being able to do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Thankfully, I've got the YouTube comments for that. <laughs> 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 so I know immediately what folk think of me. <laughs> it's great. They love you, though. They love you. And that actually brings on to our next point that we need to cover on this podcast. And we're going to talk a bit more about Thailand because we haven't actually got questions for this one, if you're wondering. Do send them in, though. Podcast at fedbyfarmers.co.uk. Podcast at fedbyfarmers.co.uk. Send your questions in to Iona or I. We are going to start doing a little phone-in thing. Yeah. At some point, you can we'll, we'll have people phone in live and, and speak to them. That's coming very soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Most foragers don't supply sheep and cattle with enough cobalt, copper, iodine and selenium, critical to digestion, immunity, reproduction and growth. When it comes to supplementation, there's a danger of under or oversupply. But when bolusing with Animax Tracior, you can be sure every animal has enough for up to six months in one single application. Featuring patented diffusion technology, Animax Tracior offers a consistent release of trace elements from day one. It also stays the same size and density over time, minimizing the risk of premature regurgitation or passing. Backed by decades of science, research and engineering, it takes just a minute or so to bolus each animal. It's easy, it's precise, it's effective. If it's what you need, visit animax-vet.com. I was going to say, yes, the YouTube comments have got in trouble recently. What's happened? A couple of things. I've, I've got into trouble from uh, someone, from a, a friend for uh, slagging off Cheviots too much. Okay. Now, that's partly your dad's fault, I think, for mentioning the fact that they had Cheviots and they weren't tough enough from your cuts, so they went back to Blackies. Mm -hmm. Just stating facts. Mm -hmm. Like, different countryside, there's different sheep. Uh, and I would like to point out to folk that I have almost 400 Cheviots. Mm-hmm. And no blackies. So, and I've had blackies and decided I prefer cheviots. So they can't be that bad. That's my defense to that. It's like, we just say, like, it's all opinion and stuff on here. Yeah. And that moves me on to my next complaint. I got, I got into a real trouble for mentioning that I thought there would be a united Ireland before an independent Scotland. Did you? Mm. Someone wasn't happy. Why? What were they not happy about? It, speaking about things that I know nothing about. But really, if but I couldn't speak about things I know nothing about, I'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> 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 the podcast, should we just end it finally? If, if I can only speak about things I know about, then like, God. what are we going to talk about? So, so yeah, then it was mm. a fair Well, it wasn't, it wasn't. I always say though, and I take it on board, you know, I mean, I, all I said, for anyone who hasn't heard it was, someone, you asked me about if an independent Scotland and I said that I just don't think it will have ever happen because yeah. I just think England would punish us too much was the thing. And I, I just, on a whim, said I actually think the most chance of a united Ireland than an independent Scotland. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what upset them. And, uh, and that's fair enough. If, uh, everyone's views are different. But, like, there was no offence. I always think, see, if there's no offence, uh, uh, no offence uh, offered, mm -hmm. th there should be none taken. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if something's said in a way that clearly isn't meant to offend, mm -hmm. you shouldn't get offended. Whereas, you know, if I say something to you that you shouldn't be offended by, like I can't think of an example of what a guy would say to a woman that would maybe offend her, but if it's said in a nice, innocent way that you didn't mean to offend, mm -hmm. you shouldn't take offence. Yeah. Whereas if I say something like this and I'm nasty, 
it's clearly nasty, then that's fair enough. Oh, I don't know. I know. I know what you're saying. If someone doesn't mean to offend, you shouldn't no, be get offended. But I, th- I th- okay. I think that I think those are two separate things. I think like saying something personally to somebody is totally different to just having an opinion. So you saying you see a United Ireland before an independent Scotland, that you're not aiming that at anybody. That's just an opinion. Whereas if you say something directed at somebody, and I accept that I know nothing about that really. Yeah. Uh, I just heard it in Rest's politics that they they thought that and I actually agreed with them. So. <laughs> and they, in fairness, they know a lot about it. So yeah, they said that, and that's where I heard it. So Rory Stewart and Alistair Campbell think that. Then I, I, I'll be honest; I'm quite like uh, ruthless with the whole being offended thing. Are like, you? I think it's really weak character if you get offended by things. Right, I'm going to challenge that. Go on. You have I offended you. You are. You would get offended by people not saying not nice things to you. Like what? Give me an example. Anything at all. Can I just point out the fact that I worked in the police for 12 years? So but they're not people yet. Do you care? That, do you know what um, quote I like is that you shouldn't care about the... Okay, I'm going to butcher this, but you shouldn't care about the opinions of people who you wouldn't seek advice from. Yeah. Which I like. But if, if it was people who you care about, if they if people said something not nice to you, you would be offended. But... Or even strangers. But c- no, but I can bring that argument right round. Is that the kind of people that would say not things okay, to offend me? Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't play. seek advice from. Yeah, that's true. I have a very tight circle. Like as you know, like I, that mm-hmm. there is maybe five people that you know I would seek advice from or like yeah. re- really lean into for help with things, and none of them would. I think they would all slag me off rotten and say nasty, yeah, nasty yeah, things. Yeah. That's definitely. And I've made the point, I got a row as well for, I'm not going to make the joke anymore. I have made it too many times. About <laughs> you've been on an accident. I'm not going to say that anymore, but I got a row for that again. But Scottish humour is yeah, very different. it is. Like Scottish humour is brutal. Like, oh, yeah. like if you were to hear the things that my farmer friends and the shearers say to each other, like you would think they hated each other. Mm-hmm. Like it's just bullying all the time, but it's no. No, it's not. It's just how it is but then but if you were getting so many right so people that you don't know online saying not nice things to you comment on things saying not nice things you would be fine with that but I'm, I, I'm not offended i'm just upset right okay like i'm not like how dare you say that i'm like oh that's that's, that's made me feel sad aye I'm not like, how dare you say that? You shouldn't be saying that. But you, that, but that, okay, no, but now you're There's just seeing how you react to being offended. Mm-hmm. That's how people react when they're offended. <sighs> you can't say that. I w- <laughs> 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 what, did you like that? <laughs> it's so funny. I thought you know it was funny. I think it was a shoulder. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I did really good at drama at school. Uh, yeah, um, it's just empty. Relax a bit. Yeah, for like, I give, you. You're gonna say about strangers saying things. Seeing the police, folk used to say things about your mum and that all the time. Mm. And like, see if it's not somebody you, you respect or as part of your thing. Yeah. Why would you care what they say? I know. I know. I know. I mean, just enjoy your life. Quite a lot of people, though, I feel like enjoy being unhappy, though. Oh, absolutely. No, you have hit the n- folk want to be offended. Uh, so it gives them the kick, absolutely. like they're they're waiting. It's like the people that are against farming. Like they want, they still want to watch all the farming videos, yeah, so that they can get raging. But I don't feel the need to comment on it. I've got no, no interest. Next, yeah, that's my thoughts on it. No, I enjoyed that. But listen, I want to know a bit more about Thailand. Listen, that's me covered the rows I've had. Yep. 
thankfully nothing came of the religious comments I made, which is good. Um, still time. Yeah, there's still time, yeah. Uh, and I think, yeah, we've covered the, the Tammy I'm wearing and, and Robert Burns, that's done. Mm -hmm. A bit more about Thailand, though. Like you were there for a, a month and all you did was make spring no. rolls. <laughs> the best. Yeah, the best. Roll. You won an award for spring Thank rolls. You. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know, isn't it hard, though, when somebody asks, like, obviously I went away, I had, no, like, the I best No, I know, thing. you always say this. It's oh, like... You, you can't think, you knew you were coming to do a podcast and you couldn't think, what's a couple of highlights on my holiday? Right, okay, well maybe, okay, right, okay, fair play to you. What about the mushrooms? Did you do any mushrooms? I ate mushrooms, but not like ones that make you feel funny. Okay, so just mushrooms? Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. How were they? <laughs> we bit of butter on them? <laughs> Are they stuffed with feta? You know, what kind of mushrooms were they? <laughs> They're not into feta over there. Is that Just right? chopped up. Did they have curry. much dairy? So no, and I I actually looked into this. Mm -hmm. So basically, they don't eat a lot of bread. Um, okay. so for me, bread followed by with your butter, not a lot of butter. Well, why do you eat bread if you don't have butter? I know exactly. Mm -hmm. It makes sense. Um, milk, like the the go to like if you were ordering a like Thai iced tea or something, the milk in it is definitely not cow's milk like okay. it's coconutty or almond I actually took a photo of one of the boards that had all the different milks and none of them none of it was dairy and that wasn't in like a vegan cafe or anything okay. um i would say biggest farm farms wise is cannabis farms cannabis farms yeah is cannabis legal there yep and oh, it's so that's the, so you were the rolling champ right okay <laughs> that's good did you no we better not say on here if you did try or anything like that. i'm sure you didn't I didn't. No, I didn't think you would actually. Why would you? Uh, I wouldn't either. Um, but it's interesting that it's legal there. Yeah. Is that a big draw for a lot of tourists? I think there's a lot of folk lighting up. Yeah. So basically, I think with, with Thailand, it's funny because Rachel and I, that was away with, we had the discussion about what would happen if cannabis was legal in the UK. Like, would, would, could it be a good thing or could it be a bad thing? And I think... It, we're turning into Joe Rogan here. It's aren't just... We? I don't... <laughs> When you go, <laughs> let's talk about cannabis. It should be legal. Should it? Or you go, do you think it should be legal or not? What, what are you going to say here? Do you know? I know it, but, and it's 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 a, a weak answer because I came away with such mixed mixed feelings about it because I feel like over there it's a different lifestyle. It's it, you're not getting. I don't. I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say. Hold on. You think it's okay to be high all the time over there? Because there's less work to do. No, do you know what I think? It's like people <laughs> people don't take things to extreme. I think in the UK we're quite good at extremes. So with like drugs, alcohol, we're like, we go hard. Mm -hmm. Whereas if we could be sort of like more relaxed about it and like, whereas I, like over there it's like people aren't like rolling about drunk or it's all the tourists doing that. People actually live there. It's not, <sighs> is that just a culture thing? Oh, potentially, but then you're you're only seeing that touristy part of it. You don't know what the, the man on the street's doing. No, true. Do you know what I mean? Like, l like people in Dublin probably don't drink in Temple Bar. Yes. Because it's so expensive mm -hmm. and so touristy. Mm -hmm. They probably go other places. So you just, the tourists don't see it. It's probably the same in Thailand and, and Phuket and that. They probably have their own workers' bars. Cannabis, cannabis will be legal eventually. Do you think? Aye, why, like, why not just tax it? I know. See well, when I worked in the police. See yeah. you know, I hated finding a bit of cannabis. 
because I was just like, I just felt this is so pointless. It's I then have to time, money, what a waste of time. I then need to go and test I the know. bloody thing to make sure it is cannabis. Yeah, it, it fill out a heap of bloody paperwork for the guy. Cannabis now, you just got a little recorded warning thing that's gone in six months. But it, and then I've got to go and lodge the drugs as a production because, of course, it's so high, um, it's so open to corruption. Drugs mm-hmm, and all that, mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. like yeah, make sure you lodge it and exactly. So what happens to that? Like when you find drugs and stuff, do they all get stored somewhere? Yeah, until the Christmas party, and then and then it just yeah, gets it just get di- and then just divvied out, just divvied equally, or does it depend? fairly equally depend? You know, usually the guy that's brought in the most will. That's what I wondered yeah, if they get a bigger bit. cut. <laughs> 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 no, it just gets uh, destroyed. Allegedly, I don't know. Um, it gets incinerated, I think, or something. Mm. Yeah, ah, they just burn it. They just destroy it. Mm. Yeah, I would be fairly certain. But no, so yeah, it was such a waste of time. cannabis compared to alcohol, though? If you look at... I never went to deal with folk fighting because they were high in cannabis. Yes. Yeah. Most of the police work that we did was alcohol. Yeah. And even where that's mental health, depression, usually alcohol, a lot of alcohol behind yeah. it. You know, it's... It's it's a tricky one. But I think alcohol's not what it was. Okay. Why? I think young people are choosing health a little bit more mm-hmm. i definitely think there's a trend to that yeah I, I saw a study that like the consumption of alcohol-free lager and beers and wines and vodka i mean god knows why you'd want to drink alcohol-free vodka mm-hmm. but that's all up like way up really young people are choosing that more um that's interesting and avoiding the hangover oh yeah like yeah. we spoke about drinking before like it's it's good to hear maybe not good for the economy because the government makes so much money off alcohol yeah that might be the only thing same with this, all what they're doing with stopping smokers. I mean, it's like 12 quid for a packet of cigarettes now. Yeah. The government's making a fortune off them. But fair play, I back the government on things like that. They might as well be making money. Same with, yeah. Oh, hammer it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hammer the tax on the fags and hammer the tax on the drink. Yeah. 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 Make cannabis legal. Hammer the tax on it. Make a fortune. Yeah. Exactly. So. And it's another side of farming. So yeah, cannabis farming is the biggest farming in Thailand. Yeah. I, I mean, Did you actually see I mean, cannabis farming? Don't quote me on it. Um, no. Okay, you just know that. Yeah, well, I mean, going by the... Well, it was hilarious. So we were in this one place and I saw on the map, because I was determined to see a farm, and I just saw that I could like seem like I was actually into farming, do you know yeah. what I mean? And um, I saw this one and it was like the name, and then it was an organic farm, okay. and then I was like to Rachel, right, this is ideal, and it, no, it was a weed farm. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. But then I've got to go where the money is. Yeah, 100%. And I, thought I, don't I thought they'd do... And oh, no, maybe they don't do a lot of coffee over there. Oh, that was another. We actually um, we went to this big national park, and it was all coffee tree. Do you know coffee beans are grown on trees? Yeah, I watched. A, I actually watched a BBC documentary the other night. The guy was in Did South you? America. Yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. He's touring South America, uh. and they were and they come off green, and they have to be roasted. And the the skin. Uh, white, white. Uh, no. Well, the ones I saw were red, and they oh. took the skin off, and then they made Thai tea out of that. Right. Okay. And then the bean got. Um, Beans got roasted. Yeah, but is it the same beans for that that makes cocaine? Oh, I didn't know cocaine. No, no, came no, from. no. It's coffee. Is it the same bean for coffee as it is for chocolate? No, no. One's cocoa. Ashley's shaking her head. It's not different beans. Different beans. Can we? Do you want to look back to the Adam's apple quickly? Yeah. What was Have it? we got answers? How does it protect your neck? So why didn't men need more protection than women? Fighting. Yeah, uh, fighting. Punch to the throat. Punch to the throat. Maybe hangings. Maybe hangings. 
maybe I'd be like unhangable because it would the rope would catch my Adam's apple and I'd just be like, God, boys, this is tight. But <laughs> no, what you do, this is just for anyone if you're ever in this situation where like you know Lord of the Rings or I try to think of a film where they hang somebody. Well, William Wallace, um, although Mel Gibson has a beast of an Adam's apple, but he obviously mm. wasn't William Wallace. He's just the actor that played him. In case you didn't know, and. Uh, <laughs> What you should always do is like I always see, do you know, I always see like before mm. they're getting strangled and all that, mm. like and they're caught. They're always like fighting and struggling until they stop and they're dead. What I would do is just like stop early, pretend. Hi. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like so, like yeah, fake dead. Aye, like, dead. If, if it's not properly hanging, you think I might get away with this? Just be like, yeah. Are they, are they gone yet? Are they gone yet? <laughs> you know, just because yeah. if you just keep, they'll just stand there enjoying the struggle. Did you ever get attacked in the police? Aye, loads of times. Did you? Yeah. What did ah. you do? Just fight back. Did you? That was great. Calm, you know you did. Yeah, yeah. I last tried to stab me one time. <gasps> yeah, that was a scary no. one. Yeah, that was a, that was a lucky. That was very lucky actually, because she was a victim. <gasps> believe it or not. Yeah, really? I'll tell the story. So, um, she'd be getting stalked quite badly actually, and uh, we'd arrested and charged the partner, mm-hmm. the well, ex-partner, I should say, and the courts had let him out. With just these bail conditions not oh. to be near her, which is a waste of time for these crazy guys. Absolute waste of time. It was ridiculous, actually. Because we tried hard to get him remanded. But anyway, I phoned her and says, this is what's happened. To update her and let her know. And she says something to the effect of, it doesn't matter. I won't, uh, She was obviously upset about it when I told her. And she says, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, I won't be here. For, basically intimating she was going to kill herself. Right, okay. Um, so, of course, at that, we had to jump in the car, blue lights up to the house. And... Get to the door and she opened the door. I never forget this actually. She opened the door and she was standing there. Do you ever seen the um you ever seen like the grudge or the ring? No. Where it's like a like dark hair over the face. Oh no. Honestly. And she opened this door and she was standing there, like actual head bowed, dark hair like over her face, like no, just an eye. Man. I'm not I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. So straight away my heckles were up a bit, but I knew she was struggling and and, and you know, maybe So at this point had you sorry, had you knocked the door and said who you were? Yeah, knocked it. Well, she actually asked. <gasps> right, okay. If I was I said uh, let's say her name's Jane Smith. Yeah. And I, I'm like, Jane, how are you? Listen, I'm a bit worried about your comments there. Can we come in and speak to you? And she goes, uh, Are you PC Wilson? Uh-huh. And I was like, Yeah, but I wasn't well, I Yeah, at that know. point you were just. I says, Yes, I am. And I says, Okay, if we could just come in and speak to you. A bit concerned about what you said there on the phone. And she's like, Come in. And like, as I went in, she stood. And this is a, a lesson for anyone that you should know. You should always make the householder, and I learned this lesson from this, you should always make the householder walk in front of you mm-hmm. into the house. But anyway, I go to walk past her here. She's got her hand on the oh, kitchen knife in her pocket. Big God. kitchen knife. And she pulls oh, it out and goes, me. and oh, I honestly remember it so vivid. And thankfully, I managed to uh, jam her arm against the the wall. So did you just see it out the corner so of the eye? So it's like here, it's like down. <gasps> Pointing towards? So I've like got her upper arm. And then I get down and grab her forearm. And then I put my, my forearm into her throat yeah. and I'm trying to like choke her out but my mate who's with me who thinks we'll just come and see it he hasn't seen the knife <gasps> so he's like excuse my line but he's like fucking hell what are you doing like oh, he no! just he just thinks I've just started choking this like <gasps> I've just went he's like what like, like and I'm switched. like oh, she's got, I'm, I'm, my blood's up so I'm, so I'm like she's got a fucking knife here and he's like oh Christ oh, so he grabs it <laughs> so next thing and then we we basically just pressed pressed and pressed and pressed in her throat until she dropped it um, and then we j- she got arrested and all that but Oh, she's kicked and fought the whole time, and um, yeah, oh she's my yeah, God, just Cammy. I get very lucky, like very lucky. Um, yeah, that was a crazy one. That was very lucky. See, my mind would just go wild. Like, why did she want to stab me? 
I think I think she was probably thinking she would kill herself anyway, or she's probably thinking revenge. Because oh, no, or she well either she was blaming me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe partly that because she specifically asked if I was yeah. if I was PC Wilson, and part of it might have been the fact that she thought, well, I'll get arrested and I'll be safe. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If they won't, if they won't keep him in, this will get me kicked then, in, and yeah, they'll be safe. Because she was, it was a bad one. Like it was shocking that the guy was let out. But um, anyway, I made actually when I wrote the case, I was very, very nice in the case, and I made clear the point that we played it all down and made clear the point oh, that this had happened, and it was really the court's fault that she felt this way, and yeah. uh, she got off with it, which is fine. Like mm -hmm. I was happy with that because it was like the last season. Yeah, she's having a terrible time. Yeah, and I'm no, I don't hold a grudge, and like you know, she was having a, so yeah, that was that was the closest one. Yeah. Yeah. Punched in the head loads of times and. Uh, Do you learn self defense? Kicked in the face once, an absolute belter. You um, can still see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never used to look like this. My teeth used to be straight. Uh, yeah, no, I get, I, when I, this, this wee bam, like jumped off a wall and like volume me right in the face like an absolute belter, man. Uh, yeah, I had stars in my eyes at that point. We did get them right enough. Did you um, have any chases? Oh, yeah, yeah. Loads. Did you? Loads. Yeah, never lost a chase. That's a lie, actually. Did lose one. But in my defence, it wasn't my chase. I turned, okay. up, I turned up quite late. Mid-chase? Yeah, the guy was already well away okay. at that point. Um, it was funny. It was when he was on top of a carpet factory roof. I think they were trying to break into the... And this was at like six in the morning in Mary Hill. And the the call comes in. Guy in the roof. Mm -hmm. uh, house breaking the alarm had went off or however we got alerted to it so obviously we're all blue lighting up there because like this is exciting we're going to get this housebreaker in the act which is quite rare usually police it's just oh someone's broke in yeah so we're like, let's get this guy and my mate's on the radio uh, don't worry he's on the roof he, he can't get down no panic okay. he's off and running that's it <laughs> <a mistake. laughs> and he's on the railway track um so but the problem with the railway is you like high fit that part of mary hill it's like high fence all the way Okay. So we couldn't really run <gasps> the car round to get ahead of him. So you just had to jump on the track and start running to catch up. And technically, we get into trouble because we're not meant to go on the tracks. Of course. You're not meant to. Well, and if we chase him and then he gets hit by a train. Oh, okay. He was running from the police. It's, and it, yeah, most of And it was dangerous. Absolutely was. But when your blood's up, your blood's yeah. up. Yeah. Like, you're like, I see the guy. Way, all right, he was way ahead. But anyway, I just started chasing. Ended up catching up the two cops that were way ahead of me. Closing them down, closing them down. Never forget it. I was still maybe about 20 metres away, to be fair. Uh, but we're closing him down and he looks back and he realises he's running out of steam and I'm coming still for him. And he had his trainers and all that. And he's obviously a good climber because he'd get down for that roof when apparently he couldn't. And he just, big, whatever height the fence was, just up like, like Spider-Man <gasps> over the other side. I actually thought he broke his leg because he just threw himself oh over the other side. God. And I thought, oh, this guy's not getting up. And he just sort of got <gasps> up and kind of limped away. And I was like, well... I had all my body armor and my boots on. It's like, okay, so yeah, that, that guy did get away. But I, did, I still say it wasn't in my chase. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I should write some wee stories about this. I always think if yeah, I ever write a book. Yeah, I think it's interesting. Then you ever will write a book? Oh, maybe one. I see some of the thought they write books. I've talked about this. I was like, oh, oh. I may as well, huh? Eh? At some point. I think that with everything, though. There's so, like, music. But, but I find people's stories interesting. Like, like probably the reason people listen to this podcast is just like see po people just telling stories and yeah. about their life. Like I, I, I definitely like. Well, I like a bit of fiction as well, but I like autobiographies too. Like, mm -hmm. um, in fact, it doesn't even need to be an autobiography. Biographies, are yeah, something, are just learning better. about people's lives. Yeah, just folk mm. stories and, and how they got to be where they ended up and how they face. Then hardships. don't you feel like we're moving away so much from like having conversations? 
like from what things maybe used to I be. Certainly know us. Because that, but but no, but we do because the only time we speak is when we're recording a podcast, really. Oh, sorry. Do you think that's, no, I don't know if we. I think we. No, okay, okay, that's a bad example. Yeah. But what I mean is like because now there's so much. So many up, so times many we up. speak and we're like, oh, stop, stop, keep this for the podcast. Yeah, that's no. true. But sorry, on you go, yeah. Um, like we because there's now so many other things to do and other distractions that we don't speak as much as maybe what they used to do. Yeah, maybe. The workplace will be the big factor though, because I, I, I yeah, think it depends your job. Room. But then I even think, so my dad, I think even just getting him in for the podcast, I was hearing things for the first time. And I think, I speak to my dad all the time. I know, but it's different. When you have, maybe a, when you have a, a random person asking the questions that you wouldn't ask. Yeah, okay. Like that's, that's, that's different. And dads and daughters, you're going to have a set routine of the things you talk about. Yeah, you know, that's get, true. You don't get too deep. Whereas like, in terms of conversation, like for example, when I was in the police and it was just the two of you in the car all the time, you pretty much got to know everything about their life. Yeah. So did you get like partnered up? Yeah. 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 So but like, you'd be spending 10 hour shift with the same person. Yeah, so you would know literally You know their wife's uh, name, everything. you know their kid's name, you know... <laughs> I would assume you'd know more than that. I know your wife and kid's name. Oh, I know, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's... Yeah, but you imagine when you work with 20 different people. Yeah. It's a lot to know their wife's name, like when you've never met their wife yeah. or whatever. It's a lot to know the names and, you know, how's Sandra the day and mm -hmm. um, you hear about their stories about their kids at school and the problems they have. And yeah. It's like a therapy almost, yeah. sitting in the car. Yeah. Because the, the person you work with, whilst they're kind of a friend, they're not that close. It's perfect. They, they don't know any of your family and friends. No. Like, so they won't tell. You can tell. say, you can basically, because they, they've got nobody that'll care yeah. to tell. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's like a bit of therapy, you know. Yeah. So it was good that way in the car. I mean, I was always quite young in the police. I never really had to talk about, you know, <laughs> no kids or anything while I was in the police. And yeah, just nobody was that interested in sheep. So generally, I just sat and listened and, <laughs> and asked questions. Don't get me wrong, you did work with some people. We were like, oh. Oh, no, that's a guy again. Yeah. There's people you hated working with, like, yeah. just because the chat was terrible. But yeah, no, that was kind of a big thing mm. with police. So I think there is still an element. But then it's almost because you've been forced to chat. Yeah. You've got you no know. other, there's nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. But not, not being sexist, but women must chat a bit more. Like, do you know, if you're out with your pals, do you not like. Right. Again, flip it back. If you're out with your pals, not that you do. I don't really go with pals. No, I know, but if you were, you would speak to them. Oh, but not like not about anything important. You'd slag them off for something. Have yeah. a beer. You would never talk about anything. I don't even know what you talk about to guys actually. But you would you phone talk about absolute nonsense. You would phone your friends though, and you would talk about what's going on. Not, not in my personal life. No. Would you not? No. Never. Would you speak to nobody about what's going on in your personal life? Oh, just Lizzie. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's nobody else. And your friends, yeah. No, not even my yeah, friends. Yeah, probably females are more likely to share things. Yeah, bound to, must do. Yeah. Guys would never. And it's part of the problem with guys. Yeah. And mental health and all that, you know. And there's no shame in it at all. But, like, I know me personally, like, and I always talk about that, you know, <sighs> with the mental health thing, it's good we always touch on it, I think, and it's important to keep talking about it. Because hopefully these podcasts help a bit with folk out working alone and stuff, and they're getting, mm -hmm. the, they're listening to this, and it's getting them having a laugh which is mainly a priority, although we're going to be a bit less, a bit more serious here. But I know myself, mm -hmm. you know, you'll say people, if, if you're ever down, give me a phone. I'm always at the end of the yes. phone. But I know myself, if I was down mm -hmm. and struggling, I would never phone anyone. Let anyone I know. Would you not? No. That's where, like, I think, like, the RSABI phone line, uh, and RABI, I believe, is the same if you're down south. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. Like, I'd much rather speak to a random stranger. Really? That's really, that's interesting. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Than than phone somebody I know. Because with any luck, it's just a temporary thing. Absolutely. If you're lucky, it's just a temporary thing. But if you speak, you know, like for me, I'm just like, your friend's all, even when you go over it, I'm I'm always worried your friend would still be like, you're right now, are you just saying that? You know, right, and okay. be like that. Whereas yeah. if I had to speak to a complete stranger, if halfway through the phone call actually, do you know what? I, don't, I shouldn't have you done can this. Hang up. Hang up. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I always encourage folk. If you are feeling, phone a stranger. Yeah. See if you start the conversation and actually it's no for you. Just hang up on them. Yeah. You got nothing to lose. Yeah. They're not going to be turning up at your door going, oh, listen, I'm worried you hung up on me yeah. there. If You know, just try it. You might, they're, they're trained mm-hmm. to speak. You'll actually probably find it's really good. Yeah. So, you know, I'd always encourage people to check out, um, and, and we'll put the, like, the number on the screen, actually. I don't know off yeah. the top of my head. We'll put it on the screen if you're if you're watching. But, um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's that. So, listen, that's, it's good to get one back. It's Burns Day. We've covered a few different yeah. topics there. We didn't do any questions, and we didn't do much farming-related stuff, but that's okay. It doesn't always have to be heavy farming. If people don't like it, please do. Like, we like criticism. As we said, I don't get no offended. Offense. Yeah, so... Go in in the comments what we shouldn't be talking about, what we should be talking about. And yeah, don't worry about offending because that won't happen. And we'll try and mould this podcast to please the majority. Like a whole of society does. Please the majority, never mind the minority. (laughs) Like the poor farmers. Anyway. Oh, good mention. You got that. Yeah. We are the minority. That is an unfortunate thing about farmers, but we'll, we'll rant about that in another podcast. But yeah, I think that's us for this one. Thanks, as always, to Chris Lix and Animax. Very excited to be working with them moving forward. Thanks, Iona, for telling us limited amount about <laughs> Thailand. I'm sure new other things will pop up as you go. Um, but, you know, it's fascinating to learn about cannabis and spring rolls. <laughs> Your rolling skills. That's it for this one. I have been Cami Wilson. I've been Iona Murray. Thanks for watching. Oh, no, and we're both. Oh, we're both fed by farmers. I missed it. Okay. That's it for this one. I've been Cami. I've been Iona. And we are both fed, fed by, by farmers. farmers. Most foragers don't supply sheep and cattle with enough cobalt, copper, iodine and selenium, critical to digestion, immunity, reproduction and growth. When it comes to supplementation, there's a danger of under or oversupply. But when bolusing with Animax Traceshow, you can be sure every animal has enough for up to six months in one single application. Animax. Giving what it takes.